Hi, Bob and Joyce listeners. Today we talk about guided imagery, a powerful, some would say radical tool that we use to engage groups to begin the transformation and a new way of thinking about the future. It's a pretty powerful tool. We get granular. We hope you get a lot out of today's conversation. So let's jump right in. Come in, grab a snack. Welcome. Hey, hey Bob. <laughs> How are we doing? Good, really good. The weather is gorgeous. There are lilacs every place. You know, Maine, we, we come at this a little late, but it's good. So you know, I was thinking about Maine this morning, so late, but boy, is it an intense four and a half weeks of yes. summer. And the days are, ah, the days ah. don't get dark till 9, 30, 10, right? <laughs> I'm still laughing at you saying four and a half weeks. I don't know if it's worth it. I might settle for less intensity and a lot more gentle weather, but. Well, you know, not to talk about Maine, but I remember the first week in August, the weather would start cooling down. Shut up. I'm I, think, I think it's shifted a little due to climate change. But okay, so, yeah. so from the last week of June, when, yeah. when uh, Mother Nature, God, turns the thermostat up yeah. until the end of the first week in August, it's blissful in Maine. <laughs> I'm sorry, that just doesn't make me happy. <laughs> no, the truth is nobody, nowhere does September and October like Maine does. Okay. Yeah, you have to just agree. How come I'm you're just agreeing? I mean, I, oh God, do we have a topic today? Yeah, <laughs> I just want to know if you have beautiful leaves in the fall. You know what? what? That is really passive aggressive and mean. You know, <laughs> in the plains of North Carolina, we we <laughs> we have don't have anything that passes for leaves changing. We have hurricanes. Um, that's what we have uh, in September and October. We have whiteouts and blizzards. So, okay. Yeah, I do have a topic for today. Um, and I know we've mentioned it before, but I stumbled on a guided imagery script as I'm going through papers that maybe we might want to post on our Facebook page and wanted to talk about well, actually wanted to demonstrate how we used it and then talk about the power of guided imagery, the hesitancy to do it, yeah. and how to get the idea even considered. Now, I think people have heard a lot about it since we introduced it when everybody thought we were praying. <laughs> well, you know, we, we did, but I, I think, uh, so I like your flow, but uh, let's start by hearing your uh, description of what guided imagery is. Like, what is it and what is it not? It is guided imagination. <laughs> so it, you're, uh, and it takes you out of words and into images. And frankly, images create everything. You have to do everything twice to create something. You have to think of it and then it can be done, whether it's a chair or an organizational change. And it's more powerful than jibber jabber. 
because the images stick, I can still remember some of the responses to the guided imagery. And we know more than we think we know. So it bypasses overly rational thinking and gets a little bit to that area of the subconscious if, because what came out in the example I'm gonna give is coming true and came true. Wow, I, I wanna to get to that example. You know, I, I thought about uh, something as you were talking. I, I think another uh, aspect of a guided imagery is that every person in the room or virtually gets to create their own uh, imagined future or preferred outcome, whatever the intent, but it's the fact that everyone plays as opposed to either being entertained from the front of the room. So I like that aspect of it. So do you, do you want to kind of go through your example and we'll kind of tease out the how and- I think color? let's talk about how we use this particular okay. guided imagery. Um, and it came about when a new CEO was appointed to Hannaford and he wanted to do some visioning and the, and the vision work was really not going well, the talking, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And so I think a, another consultant from Boston Consulting, and by the way, people always cite where you get your material, um, introduced this idea to the, the executive committee, to the small group. Yeah. And then the CEO and I were talking and we had a 150 person conference coming up, retreat coming up. And I said, why don't we do it with the 150 top leaders? He blanched and said, <laughs> he said, no, nobody will ever get quiet and we'll all laugh. And I said, not if you don't. Yeah, so true. Yeah, so I said, you have got to hold yourself together and I have a naughty streak. So when I'm told to be absolutely quiet, I get the giggles. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, church was a real problem. So I said, we would have to be um, disciplined. Yeah. And I talked to him about the power of imagination and getting yeah. that rational, busy, wordy mind out of the way. So we tried it first. He, he always was good about pilots. So we tried it with a store group, which are, you know, the salty, real people that work in the stores. And we brought in 12 different people from baggers to whatever. Right. And it was so energizing for them and so powerful. And they, they we, you capture the images after. And their images were future oriented. And guess what? Later when we did it with 150 people, the 150 people's images corroborated that of the store. So that's pretty interesting. So the way you do a guided imagery, and I'll, I'll give you an example of ours. I first set it up and said, you don't, your ideas that you over um, censor don't come out. And so we're gonna do an approach with using your imagination. And somehow imagination works better than saying guided imagery. 
So I said, you know, we're going to do a guided imagination exercise and made it sound a little boring. Yeah. Well, that's a good example of getting it out of the OD babble. You know, right. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. And also the spiritual yeah. or, you know, it just, it helped call it guided imagination exercise. Yeah. You'll be tested on it later and then they'd really do it. So, um, we used it, Bob, you and I, because we did this with going around to, well, first of all, I did it with the top leadership group. And then you and I went around with the CEO to 350 person meetings and we did it there. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I don't have the script perfectly down in my head, but the, the guided imagining was very concrete and specific. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you're in a room, you're in a produce department, it's, it's yeah. 2030, you know, so yeah, yeah it was. It was we used it with up to what, 2,500 people, I think within yeah. three to four months, we went around uh, to all districts and did that. So this is in a food retailing setting. So not the most uh, open to this kind of thing, but they're also willing to play. I love food retailers, period. If I ever wanted to be in a bad situation, I'd want to be in with a store manager. So anyhow, I will read what we did. And this was the galvanizing event for a whole arc of work that created a very different culture in that organization, going from command and control, detail-driven, um, detail dictated uh, <laughs> to high participation, high engagement, high innovation. So this was, I think, close to the first step. And if the first one hadn't worked with the pilot group, it, we would never have gone to the second one. And it was a big risk. I still don't know why Hugh did it. You know, I, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I almost want to answer for him, and I. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I, you know, I think if I remember back, and you you shared a little bit about it, you know, as much as he was totally committed uh, to creating a vision, a new direction. Yeah, absolutely. He, he was a little bit hesitant, like how to even take the first step in this journey. And I think you provided an option of 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 how to begin. Yeah, uh, you know, so I'm I'm not saying he was desperate and had to find a solution. No, 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 no. Not he trusted at all. you. He trusted yeah. you, and and he was he is hi Hugh, an educator. Yeah, yeah. And that's and we've mentioned that before. We had a lot of people who had teachers in their family or had been teachers, and so doing this kind of thing wasn't so totally foreign. So anyhow. I'll read what we actually did to create a vision that began the shift for Hannaford Brothers out of New England. And I and Bob and I both, I always wanted Bob to read it because I would get the giggles and I had to behave. It's amazing how everybody behaved. Um, so <clears throat> he would first set it up. And I won't bother reading all that about sitting back, relax, you have your feet on the floor, um, 
focus on your breathing and having it be quiet for about two minutes. And when you're getting the group quieted like that, it is excruciating. And it feels like it's seven months. And then the other thing that we had to do in creating this guided imagery was to remember to read it slow. Slowly. And allow, thank you. And allowing at least a minute of quiet for images to emerge. If you went right on to the next uh, trigger point, it would kill it. Yeah. The, the, I'm, not, I'm not going to allow all that time as I read it. Yeah, but no, the pregnant pauses um, yeah. gave people's minds time to explore uh, was really critical. And it, it was, I'll tell you, it was the hardest part uh, when you uh, had me uh, lead the guided imagery is, is literally getting the cadence down. And you had to count. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that, that's how I did it. You said, hey, five one hundred thousands. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, before okay. you. So let's hear the, so, the set up version. All right. <laughs> that's, why, that's how today works. Hurry up and get it right, get it right, go fast, get it better, but you go better fast. Don't stop saying too much. Keep it going, keep it going. All right. It is 2021. Now remember, this is food retailing, talking about stores. It is 2021. And it is a perfect, gorgeous day. As you get ready for the day, you are aware of everything being just right. You get in your car and drive to your favorite supermarket. As you drive into the parking lot and approach the store, you are pleased. This super supermarket is exactly as you want it to be. As you walk through the entrance, look around you, take in every detail. What do you see? What sounds do you hear? What in particular pleases you as you look across the front of the store? As you proceed through the store, what do you see first? What do you see second? What do the products look like? What do you smell? Who do you see around you? What are the people doing? What do you notice that pleases you? What does the store look like? You stop for a minute. You are so very pleased by this environment. You continue your trip and move from place to place. What is it that you notice that particularly delights you? What do you notice associates doing? Look into their faces. What do you see? What are they saying? Continue to walk, taking it all in. What products or services do you observe that please or delight you? What's a big surprise? It's about time to leave the store. As you start out the door, take one last look around. What images stick in your mind? As you head out the door, what are you feeling? As you get into your car, hold on to your experience and the vision of this just right, perfect supermarket. Then taking as much time as you need, go back to your breathing. When you're ready, open your eyes and come back into the room. 
that speedy version. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I, I got goosebumps because I, the fact that you still have that playbook is amazing. And, uh, you know, it, I don't think you can minimize the impact, not that exercise alone, but that is being a way to kick off a new way of seeing the business and being in the business. It was powerful. So why don't you describe what you thought was powerful about it? Well, I think the whole meeting atmosphere was different because first of all, we had everybody around a round table. Yeah. And we had done a pretty good, we had done good openings about vision and aligning and all of that. And also had had some fun. So there was good juju mojo juju there was good crack if you're an well, I, I, re, I remember uh we we didn't have powerpoint slides there but we had some really neat uh what are those overhead projector slides yeah. uh they kind of showed wind going through a tunnel oh and, it was arrows and, inside a big arrow and, uh, yes, and the arrows, like when it wasn't a good flow and understanding it was going all over the place. Yeah. And when you get the fan going in the right direction, it was, there's was a lot of great metaphors. Um, well, here's the, the need for the follow-up. Yeah. And so with the top 150 people, we then had them go in groups of X, I don't remember, and it was cross-functional. I do know that. And their job was... First of all, not to talk. They were sent right to these groups after the imaging. And then they were given, they share images. And then they had to come back in and share the results without a report. They could act it out. They could sing it out. They could draw it out. They could do whatever mode they wanted to, to capture their collection of imagine, imaginations. So that was, they came back into the room. I was going, oh, this is gonna be awful. <laughs> and then they're gonna to wanna to flip chart it. The energy was so excited and they were all, it was like they were set loose. Yeah, I, they, it is, as you were describing the exercise, they did not disappoint. No, uh, I mean, there were vignettes and singing and, um, you know, artistic presentations. Yeah. Um, and so some of the things that stick in my mind is they, one of the images they had was product just floats from the store to the house and that there, there were no walls. Yeah. About that. There were no walls in the store. It was more like an open bazaar, bazaar. And, um, also associates, you couldn't tell associates from customers because they were talking and helping. Um, there was a lot of nature in the stores. They saw trees, which later came true. Um, do you remember anything else? Well, here, here's what I remember. And very futuristic. There, there may be a little bit of revisionist history in, in what I'm about to say. Uh, but it shows the potential. Now we're talking about grocery business, but it right. really could apply to any industry, any business, any size company. Um, if I think about before and after, uh, 
before the CEO and before the engagement processes that we were talking about, our stores were efficient. Uh, they were clean. They were scared. Scared. It was orderly, but it was sterile. Mm-hmm. Um, almost too clean, uh, squeaky clean. When I fast forward, and it didn't happen the day after or the year after, but ultimately we created a store that one, we the coined the expression Hannaford, a festival of the senses. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And if I think about the guided imagery, that's what it was. All the senses were engaged. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we had trees. Someone said, I see trees in the produce department. Well, guess yeah. what? Festival of the Senses, we had trees in yeah. the produce department. Yeah. So it, it was... Uh, and the home delivery idea and no walls. And yeah. the associates were milling with customers. Um, produce was um, like, I think they said hallucinogenic with color. Yeah, yeah because that got a big laugh, ho, ho. But anyhow, there you have one way that we used guided imagery and you don't overuse it. You have to know, I don't, I don't think I used it very often after that. Not the same one even, but we did do a follow-up with customers. Yep. We brought in 150 customers and did the exact same thing. And guess what? The images were similar. That's what killed me. Yeah, what what I what I'm hearing is doing a guided imagery well really cleans away the clutter and the typical mindset of how we see things, and it really like catapults us into a world of make believe and what if, what if, and um, so yeah, the the consumers, the customers that did it, saw a conveyor belt bringing their food to their house. Yeah. So anyway, there you have it. Yeah, there we have it. So any pearls as we get ready to, to, to close down today's conversation? Uh, what would be a, two great examples of when to introduce uh, this tool? I don't know. <laughs> I, I love how we become role bound where I ask questions without any sense of having to answer them. That's right, enjoy. <laughs> Well, what's one of your pearls? Uh-huh. Um, well, the last time I did a guided imagery, it was uh, I was on the board of a nonprofit. And uh, it, it was interesting because the demand for our services, and we had a thrift store, uh, the demand for the products we sold were far outstripping our capability to deliver a, at a good level. So we did bring in an outside consultant, but one of the things I insisted on is that we use guided imagery as a way to, to detach people from the way it, we always did it or the way we've done. And, and here we are six years later, I'm not on the board anymore, but the vision that those associates and volunteers created ultimately came to fruition. Yeah, it, 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 it's a powerful generator. Okay, my pearls, when you're stuck with words, when you're stuck with the same old thoughts, when you need to leap over your present tense thoughts, which is today, don't underestimate it. Don't view it as frou-frou because once again, an organization connects 
there's connective tissue and it, it knows what it needs at the, oh, at, yeah. the, at the level where it might not be able to articulate it. So uh, scientific stuff on the brain would bear this out. And uh, my other is that write the guided imagery very carefully. I, as I read that one, I saw flaws because you have to stimulate yeah. thought where you, where you want them to come from. So um, I think I need to do one. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I, like I, I said, about, it's yeah. been about six, seven years. The, the one thing that I, I will leave with our listeners today you know, uh, we all are getting caught up, particularly coming out of the pandemic or because of the pandemic, with this sense of being more mindful and using meditation as a way uh, to ground, ground us. And if I think about guided meditation, there's a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if you're kind of still wondering, what the heck is this? Uh, you know, you can meditate without someone guiding the conversation, but it's very similar. So, and if you have any questions, you know how to reach Joyce and I, our Facebook page, we're both on LinkedIn and Facebook. Um, And so we'd love to hear your thoughts and questions on this topic. Yeah, and it bypasses the lizard brain that's always scared and anxious and, um, you know, fight or flighting all the time. So that's (laughs) another thing, it calms down the lizard brain. So speaking of uh, fight or flight, uh, it's time for us to say goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye, everyone. Till the next time. Thank you for joining us on the Bob and Joyce podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and picked up an idea or two to go forward and do great work. For more information, please visit us at bobandjoyce.com. If you like today's podcast, please click subscribe. And even better, give us a quick review on Apple Podcasts. It supports us and helps others define the show. If you'd like more ODHR content, please follow us on Facebook by searching for Bob and Joyce Podcast. Until the next time, be well and be safe.